Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y-Smith. Now today, I'm going to discuss the root of violence. So let's go ahead and get started on it. Now, violence means an exertion of physical force so as to injure or abuse. It also means intense or furious, often destructive action or force. Now, the scripture reference that I actually use comes from Psalm chapter 7, verses 14 through 16, which says, The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a pit to trap others and then fall into it themselves. They make trouble, but it backfires on them. They plan violence for others, but it falls on their own hands. And again, that's Psalm chapter 7, verses 14 through 16. Now, as the enemy is guiding you in this route, He is continuing to say all the right things to you to make you feel that it is okay to cause harm to another human being. He will give you many reasons as to why you should move forward in acting out your feelings and emotions of hurt that you feel for someone. The enemy continues to light his fuel of rage within you to take it to one of its most explosive scenes. As you listen to him to devise your plan, you carefully make sure that nothing gets in the way of its completion. Everyone that has come on board with you are in their proper places to make the plan work. Unfortunately for you, there is one thing that you forgot about in this process. You forgot that there is someone praying for this situation to not occur. You, of course, didn't know that there are prayer warriors behind the scene that keep people that they are close to or have a relationship with or that just wants to see God's kingdom being built. They keep them covered in prayer on a daily basis. Now, you didn't know that they seek God's face like that, asking him to make sure that people are safe and protected and healed and delivered and on and on and on. You also probably didn't know that God hears the prayers and God takes care of his children and he will answer the prayers according to his will and that nothing can happen unless God says that it can happen. Now, Psalm 72 verse 14 says, He will rescue them from oppression and violence, for precious is their blood in his sight. Now, I know it may be hard for you to understand that right now, because you have decided to listen to the enemy. You have allowed yourself to get engulfed or even consumed with your hurt and your bitterness. You have also gotten frustrated and maybe even tired of feeling as if you are always getting the bad breaks or someone taking advantage of you or using you or disrespecting you or maybe just getting over on you. I know you're not willing to deal with it anymore. 
but you can't allow this to be the choice you make in resolving the pain that you feel. Please understand, as I've said before, that it is never too late to turn away from evil and to do good. Everything in front of you may look hopeless and even impossible, but nothing is ever impossible with God. It may mean that you have to start from the beginning and, like I've said, forgive and forget and count your losses, but it is never too late to change your mind to do the right thing. And to actually tell you the truth, it would be the best thing that you could ever do for yourself and anyone that may be involved with you. I know that may not be what you want to hear right now because of the hurt and pain that you feel, but it is something that you must listen to. Your life is just as important as their life. And if you decide to operate in balance, then you are allowing the enemy to win. You will pay a dear price for harming someone and you will be held accountable for any harm that you do to someone. Now granted, the enemy is going to try to prevent you from changing your mind by giving you reasons as to why you need to go ahead with your plan of destruction. As you battle within your mind, you must ask yourself, is it really worth it? You may feel personal satisfaction from it if your plan does succeed. In your mind, justice was given to the person or the people that were involved. However, there should be something in you that says, no, this isn't right. You may think that you have the right to cause harm to someone, and you may even think that you can give yourself justification for it, but there will be a price to pay for it. Now, you may not think that you will, but you will. Trust me, you will. Psalm 11 verse 5 says, The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. Again, that's Psalm 11 verse 5. If the Lord hates those who love violence, you can count on it that he will hold you accountable for any violence you do. The enemy knows that also. And why do you think he is so busy trying to convince you to do wrong anyway? The enemy doesn't care what happens to you. And he will keep trying to convince you to go against God. So you have to really be understanding of that. And especially the enemy's narrative. Now let's go ahead and look at our example again with Haman and the Jews. So in Esther chapter 3 verses 12 through 15, it says... Then the king's secretaries were called in on the 13th day of the first month, and all that Haman had commanded was written to the king's chief rulers and to the governors who were over all the provinces and to the princes of each people, to every province in its own scripts, and to each people in their own language. It was written in the name of King Ahasuerus, and it was sealed with the king's signet ring. And letters were sent by special messengers to all the king's provinces to destroy, to slay, and to do away with all Jews, both young and old, children and women, in one day, the 13th day of the 12th month, 
the month of Adair, and to seize their belongings as spoil. A copy of the writing was to be published and given out as a decree in every province to all the people to be ready for that day. The special messengers went out in haste by order of the king, and the decree was given out in Shushan, the capital. And the king and Haman sat down to drink. But the city of Shushan was perplexed at the strange and alarming decree. Now, as you can see in these scriptures, Haman is getting his plan into action. He sent out the decree to all the provinces to notify them that all the Jews were to be killed. Of course, Haman is at peace because of his plan starting to come into action and that he is going to cause destruction on his enemies, the Jews. Now, it was confusing and puzzling and definitely devastating to all of the Jews to be getting the decree, and they didn't understand what was happening. I mean, just think about it. Imagine getting a letter from your king that everyone from every community, village, town, city, etc., would be getting killed and destroyed, and it was signed by the king. You can only imagine the torment and the fear that it caused everyone, and how it was laid out that all Jews would be destroyed on a designated day. It was also disappointing that the king wasn't aware of Haman's plot to just destroy the Jews, because he basically just listened to what Haman told him. The enemy had Haman exactly where he wanted him, and because Haman was a willing participant in it, this made the enemy's plan even easier to accomplish. The enemy didn't have any resistance from Haman, and because of Haman's leadership in the palace, he was able to have a large group of people working with him to carry out his plan of destruction with the Jews. Now, I have shared with you the root of violence being watered by the enemy into you. If you have been hurt and if you actually wanted to get revenge on someone. So let's now go down a different path now. What happens if you are the victim of violence? Maybe you have been attacked, whether it is someone that you know, or it could be just a stranger that has attacked you. Either one of those people can cause catastrophic pain to you if you are a person that has gone through an act of violence. Now, when something like that happens, what do you do? What steps do you take to get to a level of healing and even trying to get yourself to restoration again? It will require many things to say the least, such as God and prayer and law enforcement and family and more prayer and counseling and friends and support groups and even more prayer. Through it all, you can't stop praying and you have to keep finding ways to keep pushing through it. Now, the enemy would want you to give up on you and to throw in the towel but you must turn his voice off. God has you here for a purpose, and you have to see what God is going to do in your life. I know it may be hard to understand right now, especially with all that has transpired, but you must keep believing in yourself and know that you are going to get to the other side of this. 
you have to really believe in yourself. When you are a victim to violence that is stemmed from hatred and bitterness, it becomes devastating to your psyche, especially if you had a relationship with the person at some point in your life. Knowing that you shared a life with this person and then it results into something of this magnitude can really make you search for answers internally. Whatever you do, please don't blame yourself for someone else's cruelty to you. Regardless of what type of problems that you may have had in the relationship, no one has the right to attack you or cause harm to you just because they don't like something that you have done or said or whatever it was to cause them to escalate to this level. Let me also add, if you are a victim to violence and it is rooted in hatred and bitterness from a stranger, the same holds true in that they don't have the right to attack or cause harm to you. No one has those kinds of rights to lash out to someone just because they don't like them or they don't want to acknowledge them or whatever reason that they give themselves to feel the way they do. Anytime a person loses control of themselves in that manner, it demonstrates their lack of stability within their emotions and their mental state. But it is still not excusable. Even if someone gains support to act out in a hostile state to you, every person involved in the balance should be held accountable. If they are not held accountable on this earth, they will be held accountable by God. You cannot do evil and think that it is excused. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10 says, For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. So just please keep that in mind when you are contemplating to do evil against someone. Know that the enemy is going to keep trying to convince you to do wrong because he benefits from it. Now, if you listen, he will plant this last root from the seed of bitterness. So tomorrow I'm going to actually cover this last route. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.